It's episode 49 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting across from probably the most talented hair professional artist. I'm like, stop. Yeah, no, I, I mean it. And I'm talking about Ivana Reyna. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for having me on. I feel like, okay, we're doing things. We're on a podcast. Yeah. That's like really cool. Like, yes. Until um, I came across your page, actually from like other friends in the community that have been here like sitting with you. I didn't really know what it was about, but the more that I started looking into it, I was like, okay, that's cool. Thank that's you. That's awesome. You're like leading leading a, a movement to showcase women in our community who are doing like badass things. So oh my I God. really like that. Hey, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. And um, like I said, your talent just blows me away. Uh, so thank you so much for being here. And not thank only you. that, not only that, she just recently started venturing into photography <laughs> and already I'm just, I'm blown away by that. So, so thank we're going to delve deep into this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about how you got into doing hair because is it just hair? Is it makeup too? Um, I feel like I'm, I've become a jack of all trades throughout the year, but just in general, just creativity, like creating beautiful art on women that's like my totally thing i guess that. i feel like that's like the overall thing um my actual start i would say is probably like in high school i was where'd you go to school i went to school in Tintin. that's okay. where i'm from really yeah for sure okay very so cool. a lot of people are always like oh where are you from you're from corpus where'd you go to high school and i'm like no i'm from little Tintin. coastal bend yeah for sure yeah, so coastal bend. um I was in high school and I was in my junior year of high school and I remember vividly being in Spanish class, just cutting layers into all of my classmates hair. And literally- Just out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. What? Yeah, like I would be cutting layers into my classmates hair, my Spanish teacher, she would just let me go to town. My dad, he's actually a hairstylist and now he's um, a cosmetology instructor. Wow. So I grew up in the salon. Yes. That's where I got my like, oh, this is fun, this is cool. I've always seen um, my dad make women look beautiful. He's a hairstylist, he isn't a barber or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But that's just like what I grew up with. So I would go into the salon, I'd start co mixing up color, throwing it on my hair, stuff like that. Nice. So I'd be in high school, I'd go to H-E-B, and my friend's moms would be like, oh, what color does your dad put in your hair? <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, this is mine. Yes, exactly. I threw, like, three tubes of red, and yeah. that's the color I got. So they would go out to Sally's, and they would buy the color. And right, so, so you're already, like, yeah. consulting. That's yeah, for so sure. hilarious. So that's, like, how I got my start with that. So, I don't know, it from a pretty early age I'd always been like hey we're gonna do a photo shoot let's get together I'm gonna I'm gonna style out your hair and I'm gonna do your makeup to my oh best my friend God. Cassie yes and we just go outside like on her ranch and just start taking pictures of stuff we do like an Alice in Wonderland type of look like um very dark or we do something that's like um very indie type of hipster was big at the time yes. so we would do stuff like that and I didn't think like oh this is what I'm gonna do right but at a professional type of scale, you know? But that's definitely, like, what I got my starting with. That is so cool because I think about it and I'm like, when I was in high school, I mean, yeah, we'd fuck around with makeup, right. like, occasionally. Yeah. But never took it to that level. Yeah. You know, where we would stage photo shoots oh, and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> that's what we uh, doing. Yeah. So, for you to do that, I, it must be clear now, like, okay, mm -hmm. I was this was something I was doing for fun, which yeah. is always the, they always say, like, you want to combine with what you love to do with what you're actually doing. Yeah, it was kind of like setting up what I was going to be doing. And I remember one time, uh, my best friend Cassie at the time, when we were that young, she came to my house and I was like, I think I'm gonna go into hair again. Let me do a balayage on you. 
So I remember doing it and I still have those photos. When and was this? This is probably like 2012 at least. And from then, the first one that I've ever done compared to the work that I'm doing now, it's like night and day. Like they're two completely heads, different heads But still, heads was balayage even a thing in back, breakfast in yeah. 2012? I remember going to Anthony's Aveda because fun fact, my dad never touched my hair because I'd always be like, take off what's dead and he would like cut it all off. So I, <laughs> so I never trusted him. So I would go somewhere else. That's hilarious. Yeah, so it's kind of like dad didn't do my hair. I would go see a woman at Anthony's Aveda and she was really sweet, really cool. And I remember her showing me a picture of Drew Barrymore. And Drew Barrymore has this nasty, like, dip-dyed color hair. Yeah. And that was the ombre. That was, like, the thing at the time. Yes, and she was like, was, you need to do this. Ombre. This is the hottest trend. And I was just like, yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> so that was probably, like, 2011-ish. Mm -hmm. So I feel like back then, us as hairstylists, I say that in general, mm -hmm. we didn't know what we were doing. Now we have, like, all these different techniques that we're not just being taught um, by people we're making up on our own yeah. to get that really beautiful result. So I feel like even though it's a technique that's been around for a while, we're just now starting to perfect it. Got and that's it. why people are falling in love with hair color and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it just your touch. Oh my goodness, that sounds... My, okay, so my dad, and I, I use it, is that you have like the touch. Like just, you can just tell, because you're hand painting. Because I remember when I used to go get highlights when I was in middle school, the woman would put a cap on my head and get it's a little hook. Them out. Yeah, it, it was not comfortable, but I mean, it was evenly spaced but that's not that doesn't necessarily look natural mm -hmm. so yeah the fact that you're actually hand painting you need to know what you're doing you mm -hmm. need to have an eye for it yeah i feel like um cosmetology school that's going to be 50 percent tech not necessarily technique but the rules mm -hmm. and then the other 50 percent, you have to have that natural god-given talent yes. you have to have that desire to go out and um not be the best but produce the best work around you so that those people want to come to you, they see what you're doing, and they say, hey, that has her touch to it. Kind of like you just said. Yes. Um, I've had clients that they've gone from my chair, and they went into the barber salon with their boyfriend. And the boyfriend's hairdresser that's a barber, he says, hey, does Ivana Elisa do your hair? Yeah, they know. The way it looks. Yes. The way it's blended, I can yes. tell. So it's pretty cool. Is that cool. your middle name, by the way? Uh, yeah, that's okay. my middle name, okay. Ivana Elisa. And... I think just, um, like, going, I'm so ADD, I'll get off topic real No, quick. please do. Um, I, I encourage those uh, the little swings. I You're like, them. take it there. Yes. Um, that's, like, always been a big thing is about my name. So, fun fact, when people call the salon, they're like, is this, um, because I don't know how to say <laughs> yeah. my name, but yeah. my name is fully Ivana Elisa Reyna. Um, I decided to go by just Ivana Elisa because at the time, I didn't know how fast I was going to grow on mm -hmm. the internet. And mm -hmm. that's kind of not like a narcissistic type of thing to say. No. So I think it's just... You have a business. Yeah, and I just found it weird to give that much information to people that do not know me. Yes, you know what I mean? Because that's all you have at the end of the day is you go to bed with your name. Mm -hmm. So I knew it was going to be easy for people to look me up and find my personal stuff. And back then... I feel like I was a little bit more closed off with my social media. Mm -hmm. Now it's like I'm freaking open book. You can just go up, find me, and I'm like, okay, look here. I've been doing photography. You can find everything. Yes. Find my Facebook. So. But like I said, I mean, it's such a good thing that people are knowing the kind of things that you're offering because mm -hmm. from someone who's been getting their hair done, I mean, since I cared about getting my hair done, mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing. Thank you. So, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course.
carry on. Sorry. No, I had to. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, the mic wasn't on. No, no, it is definitely on. But uh, okay. So then you decide. I think I'm gonna go back to, or I'm, I'm definitely gonna go towards the cosmetology route. Is it cosmetology? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's okay. cosmetology. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might need to clarify that for me because I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. So, so where do you go? When? So as soon as I was a senior, I was starting to think in my head, okay, I'm not gonna be a Grey's Anatomy doctor or movie star you know we're gonna go to school for cosmetology and my dad was so against it my really yeah yeah. my dad the one that was the hairstylist and all that he just was so against it he was like you're not gonna make any money you're not gonna go and do that i don't want you to suffer the way i suffered whenever i was first starting out so that's kind of the mindset i had going into it but i feel like as my dad saw me start to grow and do these things where i was doing my own photo shoots and having friends over and doing their hair I was booking people for my prom to do their hair. Are you thing. serious? Like I would do people's hair and makeup for my prom and then I would get ready last. Right. That type of thing. Yes. So I feel like as he saw that, he saw that I was going to be okay and for me to go ahead and do it. Yeah. So I actually went to school here in Corpus at Delmar for cosmetology. Excellent. And fun fact, I failed a semester. So <laughs> when people are like, oh my God, you're so good. I'm like, yeah, I was like failing semesters because... I wouldn't stay on course with everybody. Yeah. I would be doing, like, other things. Like, I was wanting to try doing makeup and this and that and just, like, the stuff that they weren't teaching us. Those are the things I was trying to teach myself. Right. And I didn't have sisters. I have one brother. Mm. I didn't have sisters. I have two brothers, no sisters. Yeah. So I never had that person to, like, oh, I'm going to play with their hair and I'm going to braid their hair. I'm going to learn how to do this and that. So, of course, I was in class with, like, 22 women. And they would always be like, oh, cut my hair. Oh, do these highlights. Well, yeah. Let's try this makeup. So it was like I failed from that because I was doing a little too much. But No, that to me, so whenever they have like these straightforward curriculums, right, or mm-hmm. these uh, pl- degree plans, yeah. yeah, they don't give you wiggle room to explore it. Some do, mm-hmm. but an interesting. it's interesting to me that cosmetology wouldn't. Right. Yeah, but to me that says so much about you. It's not because you were slacking off or, or oh, just yeah. not showing yeah, up. Yeah, not showing up. I was yeah. there early and that's because I lived out of town. So driving in, I would be like one of the first people there and I'm like, how are these women, like now that I live in Corpus, I'm like, they lived off like down the street. How were they late every single day? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it, you know, it's the, it's the commitment to oh, it, yeah. you know? Oh it, yeah, it definitely is how much you want to be involved and how much you want to do it. Because I would say probably like three people out of the starting group of people we were with, um, there's only like three of us that still do hair. So it's been... Wow. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. I th- you know what I really believe? That people think that it's an easy thing to do. Like, oh, I can't yeah. make up my mind, so I'm just going to do hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, that's easy. Yeah. No, it's not easy. I feel like that's the stigma that a lot of people have, and that's why... Now, as a community that does beauty, we're having legislators that want to deregulate cosmetology because they're seeing it as like, oh, that's just like not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just not devalue it, but that's how they're starting to see it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, especially at a time where you could just get on social media and like learn how to do the braids and learn how to do stuff like that. Yes. So I feel like that's a part of it, but definitely I'm like, go to school people. We need to like be conscious about how we're treating people's hair yes how we're treating people's skin yes stuff like that um we want to be safe while we're doing those things so i feel like school is super important i'm like just just go yeah i mean especially if you love it like Mm -hmm. it's not it's because it's like a trade you know it's 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 one of those things that um you know you'll come out and you'll have the skills but you you're also 
you are doing this work on a customer, mm -hmm. a paying customer. Oh, so yeah. like know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it's so clear to me with some people that it's like, you went in and did the bare minimum kind of thing, yeah. you know, and, and you think that's okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, you clearly didn't. I mean, failed semester <laughs> aside, I, I still have trouble with like why that happened, but mm -hmm. who knows? Like I said, if you don't follow that straight trajectory, then uh, they can't mm -hmm. take it. So that, when did you realize like, I'm actually pretty fucking good at what I'm doing? I, I've been doing hair probably like five years. I've been telling my clients, I'm like, I feel like this, like this actual core of like, doing hair falling in love with it and producing work that looks like this has been probably like the past two to two and a half years and that all stems from not being in a place where they hold you from being creative yeah working for like a chain salon that just that wasn't it for me mm -hmm. and i'm glad that give i give me an example of a chain salon like super so, super yeah salon? so okay. actually a ton of these salons, they're under the same Regis company. Okay. So your yeah. smart style that's inside Walmart, that's actually where I got my starting. Mm -hmm. um, your super cuts, your cost cutters, Regis, master cuts, those are all like chain salons. And there where you go, you're going to get paid like an hourly wage. Right. It's more about quality over quantity over the quality of your work. And that's just not something that... I was good with, I guess. I was somebody that was creative, and when you're told, oh, you have to knock out this many people in one day just so you can make money, that wasn't. Really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like a lot of people, like, um, there's different options of where you go to get your beauty done, but it definitely look into, like, your Instagram. Look for somebody that's local that works for themselves because putting your money into somebody's pocket that's, um, a part of the community like that that's trying to get make a name for themselves it's going to really help them in the end because yeah. a lot of that money just goes straight to the corporation mm -hmm. it doesn't go into your stylist that did your hair right yeah so you started off there from the beginning yeah i okay. started off at smart style inside walmart actually in cal, cal allen i would drive okay. every single day from corpus because i lived at the in corpus at the time to cal allen to go and do like all these heads of hair i probably do like 15 people in a day and when you say, are we talking cut color? What are we talking? Everything. Okay. I was rolling perms. I was doing men's cuts, kids' cuts. I was dealing with anyone and everybody inside that salon. And I knew that that's where I wanted to start because that wasn't going to be the end end, end all for me. Mm -hmm. That was going to be where I was able to mess up on anybody and everybody. <laughs> and boy, did I mess up. So when people are like, oh my God, this looks good. I'm like, no, like we've been there. That's why it looks good. Yeah. But as long as you're making these mistakes and you're learning from them, mm -hmm. then that's what it was for. Yes. People that come into a salon like that, they have to sign a waiver for you to do hair color. Really? So that's why I was so comfortable yes starting like that you know because there was always that protection for yes me of course that somebody wasn't gonna like have their hair fall out and sue me or something like that so right that's definitely like where I made my big chunk of my failures right there and I turned them into lessons so um, there was a time that somebody came in with like Elsa blonde hair and just as hard it is as it is to go from black hair to blonde hair Yes. It's the exact same thing coming so back down. So many people don't recognize that. You know, but mm -hmm. I, okay, I, so you I you just taught me something. Because I, I know that going from black hair to blonde is, is work. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize going from super blonde to black. From go, Think about it as like a piece of paper, right? Whenever you have a piece of paper, there's nothing to it. 
to get that to go back down to like a brown or to a, a, a black even type of shade or their natural, mm. you have to start putting in all the pigments that's missing from that color just to make it up. You can't just take um, like a black and throw it on because then you're going to start seeing the undertones of the black. You'll see the hair turn um, like a silvery gray type of color. Yeah. When it was supposed to be brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Vice versa. So. Right. Definitely I've had those moments where I know now like, okay, you're gonna have to put this and that into the hair in order to first give the color something to hold on to. But at the time I did not and that kind of <laughs> was kicking and screaming and that's really when I said, okay, this probably isn't for me because the people that are my supervisors that should have this education yes. on what to do, yep. they don't have that education. Yep. I'm kind of out here trying to like that is so Figure crazy to me. Myself. That is so crazy to oh, me yeah. that um, you don't have like a kind of mentor. But I mean, yeah. like you said, in, in these corporate salons, that's just kind of how it's set up. Yeah, that's I mean, whatever. The, that's yeah, a you don't necessarily need those mm -hmm. credentials or anything like that. Mm -hmm. That is an. I've never heard that before. That going mm -hmm. from like white blonde to to black. Oh yeah. Why would I mean? That's a totally different story. That's a whole why would somebody want class. to even? And it was literally every six weeks when she would go and get her blonde touched up somewhere else, you could see every single like band in the hair. Like you could see little dots from every six weeks where she was getting that blonde retouch. Wow. Because it was just shining through because it was so weak at those points. Wow. But it's kind of like I see those moments. So now when a new person in the salon is thinking, oh yeah, let's just slap this on your hair so i know you should probably fill it with this and yeah. i tell them that story and they're like okay that makes sense yes they still go and they don't listen and they do <laughs> yeah. but that's their own learning experience you exactly. have to have those moments so that you know what yes. you're doing yeah uh so you cut hair too yes okay. a lot of people they'll actually message me and they're like so do you do haircuts and i'm like yes i do i do everything but like men's cuts and perms i don't do because i don't want to but right yeah definitely i cut hair i have clients that solely come in just for a haircut they've never had color with me in their entire life yeah but they're out there recommending their friends for colors so. yes i mean i'm anyone who will listen i'm just <laughs> will check this out okay so you so you go to school and um how long is the program the program is um, nine months. So I always tell everybody, you can either get pregnant or you can go to cosmetology school. <laughs> but don't try to do both because I've not seen a lot of people that actually finish whenever they do it. It is a lot of hours of school. Yeah. And luckily for me, I went straight out of high school. Mm -hmm. So I was already used to that 8 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. until like 5 o'clock at night type of thing. You know? Yeah. So. That's was, a long ass yeah, day. Yeah, it is a very long day, but it's really whenever you're doing it because you love it the hours fly by mm -hmm. and you're having fun you're not thinking oh my god i'm here all day you know yeah so it's yes exactly exactly so when you're in school what well i mean what so how do they divvy it up so it's like you have classes so like from what 8 to 9 30 you're doing whatever hair yeah so a lot of the misconception about cosmo school is that you're gonna have to go in and you're gonna have to do um like a math course or this and that on the side but it's fu fully hair related and like um beauty and aesthetic related so like your first module that you do because there's three different ones your first one's kind of like just like your beginner mm -hmm. and that sets you up for like sanitation disinfectant uh, disinfecting things learning all of that kind of stuff and then you move from that into actually okay we're touching hair and we're touching people and we're learning how to work in a salon environment you know what i mean that type of thing and then like your last semester that's just about 
really perfecting things and getting your testing done while you're in school. Yeah. So that you're licensed by the time you get out. Okay, badass. Okay, so you get your license. And then what? You go to that Walmart, the salon and the Walmart. Yes. Smart Styles? Yes, yeah. the Smart Styles. And how long were you there? Um, I was actually there probably like for a year. I think I was there like a year, year and a half. And then I transferred actually to the one on Saratoga. Okay. So that was like completely different. Working with more of like a small town crowd to working more into like a Corpus Christi type of area where it was even busier. Mm -hmm. So that was a little different, but... I did that, and then I actually got a call to do makeup from Dillard's. Really? They're, yeah, they were hiring for Laura Mercier. And at the time, it's like I've done a lot, but I used to have a makeup page. And whenever I was in school, I started that makeup page for um, cosmetology. Yeah. I wasn't even into the hair color at the time. Like, that was like... How long have you been doing hair color? Probably like three years. Girl. I feel like it's been three years. So whenever people are like, how long have you been doing it? I'm like, it's pretty recent. And it kind of surprises me still. But um, I was super into the makeup when I was in school. I feel like that's like a part I miss. Mm -hmm. But with that, I remember one day I stood up and I was like, hey, everybody, I'm making this makeup page. Y'all should follow it. It's on Instagram. I never used Instagram before. Yeah. So that was like setting me up for this, like from where I am now. But I made this Instagram page, and I remember one of my classmates, who I do her hair, like, now. Nice. Mind you, by the way, was like, shut up, sit down. You know what I mean? So it's like, what? okay, that's, like, a little discouraging. Oh, absolutely, so, yes. Yeah, I make this Instagram page, and I'm saving all of these ideas from Pinterest to that Instagram page. Okay. Because these are the things that I'm going to want to try. So I'm like, I'm running out of memory on my phone. Let me just save them into the internet so that I can go back and look on them. Yes. Well, then it started getting a little bit of a following. So I was like, I should probably tag these people. I don't want people to think I'm like stealing photos and just like uh, yeah. pretending they're mine. Right. Which, mind you, this page was for me. It wasn't for anybody to see. Right. So when now it's starting to get these followers and stuff like that. I tell my classmates about it like, hey, I made this page, whatever, all this stuff. So then um, people started using the hashtag. And back then it was Makeup XO Madness. Do you remember like when I was doing all this stuff? It was kind of like whatever <laughs> so it's small it's starting to snowball and i'm getting so you've been like, around huh yeah i've known jelly and jelly and nick for like a while okay so I love um it. i um i make this page and it's trying to get people using this hashtag and i'm like okay we have a thousand people using it okay cool so i would repost the pictures like that i liked from the hashtag and i would be like okay we're gonna post them so then it gets bigger and it's at like 10,000. Good God. And I'm like, okay. Holy shit. Oh yeah. So <laughs> she's been there before. And then it gets bigger and I feel like if you go, can you like look up on Instagram? <laughs> Don't go to like the account. Just go to hashtag put makeup exo madness. I want to know like how many hashtags if it's like in there. Jelly is in the house, by the way. She's on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> she is in how the house. How many does it have? <laughs> Yeah. Right. It is yeah. makeup. Mm-hmm. 79.2,000 people that would tag it. And you know what's fun at the time? You So you created a hashtag. Oh, yeah. That went like... I, yeah, for sure. And it was pretty cool. Um, what I would do back then is I would, like, click it. I want to see, like, how far the recent one is. 
The recent person put it like 39 minutes ago. That so that's pretty insane. freaking relevant. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, huge. So 39 well, minutes ago, 43 minutes ago. Not a lot of people know that. And my clients, like if they go really far back into my Facebook, like if they want to creep like that, yeah. they'll find all I this. I did not creep that much. No, yeah. I do you'll creep find. though. I have to. An, I hour, to an hour ago, two hours ago, three hours ago. And this is something that I haven't even looked up in like years. Like that's pretty insane. Yes, that's but, crazy. Um, so yeah, it turned into 20,000 followers, by the way. And I started doing the makeup thing, and then I wanted to sell makeup, and that was like a whole nother animal in yeah. itself. So and when was... you say sell makeup, like, I mean, what do you mean, like Mary Kay? No, 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 not sell like Mary Kay makeup. It was like, I wanted to find companies that were doing private label Got makeup. Got it, like sponsored. Um, not like sponsored, more like um, like a blank um, palette mm -hmm. that was ready to go. And I would find something that I really loved about the palette and then go in and sell it. Yes. Well, then we started making like um, palettes that had different contour shades. And I sold like a Evelista, my first little brand. Oh my god! Oh yeah, and she was wow. like real hardcore into it. So I would do that and I feel like that just isn't the path that I was supposed to go. Yes. So you get pulled out of it and at the time you don't know why these mm -hmm. doors are not like not like shut and slammed forever, but why they're clo closing. Yes. But it's because that isn't the path that I was supposed to go down. I was supposed to go down to the hair and to like get into the coloring. Yes. So yeah, um, I feel like I go like so No, ADD, no, but, and, and, yeah. but I love it though, because but, I, I love that you threw in that you literally made a viral fucking hashtag. Yeah. That's used the page still. too. So yes. yeah, and I remember no. at that time I would like sit there on Instagram and I would refresh it and it would be like probably like every two minutes at that time somebody was posting a picture that is crazy so it was pretty neat and there but was i also like, real quick want to mm -hmm. say i really appreciate your sharing how you attempted this avenue and oh it, yeah you know what i mean oh, and, yeah. it, and, it, and not that it won't ever work out which is like the timing mm -hmm. wasn't right oh yeah try it all yes literally like that, that's so okay do it all yes and i love that mm -hmm. and that's so inspiring about you mm -hmm. you know that you're sharing Thank this you. and say, yes i mean people need to hear it rather mm -hmm. than being like oh it probably won't work and just no try yeah it. and whenever the girl in the class tells you no shut up yes no, you you just i love yeah. when you guys share this kind of stuff mm -hmm. with me because from an outsider looking in, it's like, this girl got all her shit together, like, oh, yeah. killing it, like, <laughs> and you are, but, it, you know, it doesn't come without yeah. people talking shit, Yeah, what is so funny, she's currently a client, yes, but you know what I mean, kind of like, I love her so <laughs> yes, much, yes. and it's like, keep coming, girl, love no, you, it's a but great no, story. yeah, definitely at the time, that's how it was, you know, so, yeah, so I was really big into the makeup, I'm working at Smart Style, I get the call, we're hiring for Laura Mercier, just apply, we'll get you in. That is so freaking cool. Yeah, so I get in and they're like, okay, no more makeup, so you can't be affiliated with doing this and this and this and this and this, and at the time, I really was not liking where I was, mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go get away from all of this and kind of pull back from doing the makeup, Yeah. just so that I could, um, work for Dillard's and that really taught that was me quite a step yeah and you know what I'm thinking oh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna play with makeup all day long it's gonna be the funnest thing ever girl when I tell you it was just sell 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 that is literally mm -hmm. all the job was mm -hmm. but I really liked it yeah. and we had clients that would call they would drop like $700 on makeup yes so the beauty industry we're not going nowhere we're oh no join it if Hell you want no yeah it's not going nowhere people would rather pay to get their hair done their makeup done than they would to pay their rent straight really, up they'll put it before anything else yes so yeah for sure definitely um I went and I worked and I did that for a long time and then it was one of those things whenever I was doing hair 
I was missing the makeup. When I was mm-hmm. doing makeup, I was missing the hair. Mm-hmm. So definitely there was a lot of back and forth between it. And then just the timing was right to get back into hair. So I went from one part of the mall all the way across to the other part of the mall. Which part? Um, Master Cuts. Do okay, you know yes. like, where that's at? Yeah. I always tell everybody, I'm like, it's like really dark over there, but <laughs> that's like where I was. Yeah, and I do know where you're talking about. It was a really fun experience getting to work with all kinds of people because it's the mall. You see all walks of life. You mm-hmm. touch all types of hair. Mm-hmm. And people from out of town, people from in town, it's just like everybody goes to the mall. So yeah. that was fun. And... I did that, and I was there probably like a year again. I'm pretty good about keeping a job. I say <laughs> at least a year because I'm like, I don't want to be there just for a little bit. But I was there for a year, and my dad had actually said, I think it's time you start looking to go like work on your own. Mm-hmm. And back then, I, that's when I started getting into the hair coloring. Yes, I was seeing things online, and I was saying, hey, I could do that, even though I couldn't do it. Yeah. But no, so was, you knew you could. Yeah, I knew that there was that inspiration there in other people that I had also inside myself. So I started trying new things on people that were just coming in for only highlights and color, like mm. the most boring stuff. Yeah. And so I was trying these new techniques on them, and it was doing good. And the price that I was getting paid from from what I was doing wasn't like... Of course, it's not reflective of your quality. It was like literally like a no. third yeah. of that. So... It was crazy. So I remember I was just doing that and I've always been really happy doing with doing what I'm doing. So the money never really mattered to me like that. Yes. And now I sit here and I look back at it and I'm like, how was I paying bills? Mm-hmm. How was I doing anything? We were getting paid seven twenty five, eight something I mean, when we got like, a raise. That's minimum wage. Yeah, yeah we were wow. getting paid that. And then if you did get tipped online, they would take from your total Seriously? As well. Oh yeah, I was like really What? Bad. I remember we got like a raise to I'm nine. so glad you're sharing yeah. this because I don't most people don't know. I don't, this. Yeah, I don't think people that. realize that. And um I remember when we went up to nine dollars an hour. I went and I got me an iPhone. I was like, ooh we got a raise. I'm gonna go get me an iPhone. So that's like another bill hey, right treat there. Yourself. Yeah so um, definitely, I don't know how I was doing it back then, and, um, I remember thinking, this isn't where I want to be, mm-hmm. this isn't where I see myself, I was made for more than just being here and being comfortable, yes. I could have easily become a manager for them, and just stayed there for, like, forever, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's, like, two different paths that I could have taken, absolutely, and I think we get scared a lot of the times by hearing people say, no, it didn't work for me, yeah, so we hold on to that and we're like, oh, well, it's not going to work for me. But that's somebody else's experience. Exactly. And Preach. I, yeah, I just remember at the time, um, everybody told me, don't do it. You're never going to meet meet anybody. Isn't that insane? Nobody that will sit in your chair. people are telling you no. Oh, like, yeah. wow. And I it's their own yeah. fear. Oh, yeah, it is. Or it's their own failures that they try, yes. try to like project on you. Yeah. They would tell me, I never had anybody in my chair. You don't meet nobody. It's going to be too expensive for you. Um, so, yeah, we just went. I went with my dad. I checked out a salon, and that's where I met Lisa and Katie over at Frizzy's. And they're just, that changed my life in itself. Like, that moment right there, that was just, like, the game changer. Wow. And I feel like I'm always going to be grateful for what they did for me because they could have easily said no. Mm-hmm. But they said, yeah, we'll do it. Nice. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, so were you just like, hey... 
here's my experience like how do, how do you do that so back then i did have my makeup page but that didn't even have anything to do with hair right. i didn't post like pictures of hair onto social media until like i actually started working there so i just showed her my makeup page and i was like this that i'm doing with makeup I want to do with hair. Mm -hmm. I said, and I really just, I need somewhere to go where I'm at. It's not working. I was literally like on my lunch break from where I was working and to go to this interview. Wow. Like that's how over it I was. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I met them and they were just looking for booth renters. And basically what that is, is you pay like weekly to work in the salon mm -hmm. and then you provide your own stuff. Mm -hmm. I was used to like, being wasteful with color because a company paid for it oh, wow. and now it's time for me to pay for it you yes know? so she just tells me like how much it's going to be weekly and mind you um i had a dollar and 34 cents in my bank account and i don't know i just took the shot yeah i was like i'm gonna do it and my dad was like okay we got you in you're gonna work here you're gonna be awesome go buy this 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 and this these are the things that you need to start so now he's like 100 percent on board oh yeah now dad's with just it. like okay yeah dad's, that's just so great yeah dad's for it and he's like you're gonna do it and you're gonna do good so he's tell, telling me these things i'm like i don't have any money and he's like what do you mean you don't have any money i'm like i have a dollar and 34 cents in my bank account and i actually have a picture of it on my iphone yes because that's like that's everything to me. Yes. I remember that day when I screenshotted my bank account, like how much I had in it. And I said, I never want to feel this moment ever again. Yes. This is like where we're going to grow and this is where we're going to start from. A dollar and we're just going to go from there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm like, okay, give me 20 bucks. And he's like, what do you mean give me 20 bucks? I'm like, you're going to give me 20 bucks. I'm going to give you 40 bucks at the end of the week and we're just going to do this. Yes. I did hair those first two weeks and I made more money than I had ever made in my entire life. Like I'm talking about what I was used to making probably in a month I made in those two weeks. Good God. It was insane. And it just took doing it and like just never looking back. Yes. I always told myself like the day that I switch to being independent, that's going to be the day that I just sit here all day and I work my ass off. Mm -hmm. Even if nobody comes in that day, I'm going to sit in the salon I'm going to find people to come into my chair. Yes. That's how I got my starting on social media. Mm -hmm. And it's been cool. Like, a lot of people that have been on your podcast, that's how I know them is from social media. So they've sat in my chair. Yes. Um, Ashley Adevello that did, uh, the does period. Yeah. Her, that's how I met her. Um, Jackie, her friend that sat next to her during the podcast, that's how I met her. Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I've met, like, wow. um, Jessica Mullen from mm -hmm. Elevated. That's how I know her. She's a really good friend. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's kind of like... You meet these people and you start trading with them. And so she would do my um, printing for my, what are they called? Smocks? Like, the smocks yeah. that my clients wear. Yeah. And so people weren't used to seeing that. So they'd see a logo on social media and they're like, where's that at? Oh, I go to Ivana Elisa. I look her up on Instagram. Yes. So that's how I got started in that. And that's and, something that you decided to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you're like, you know what? I want to take, you know, my business mm -hmm. to the next level. I'm I want to be smocks. different. Yes, that's yeah. so freaking cool. Yeah, we wow. live in such a time where social media is number one over anything. It's crazy. You it's don't need so to crazy. advertise. Like, oh, yeah. pay for advertising. You oh, don't yeah. need to do it. You don't. And um, <laughs> back then, I knew it was going to take the right client to come in. And then it was just going to create a snowball effect. Yes. And it was, out, it was all about finding that dream client. Yes. I saw everybody, my dream client, 
she gets um, up in the morning, she doesn't like wash her face. She already has like mascara on from yesterday. <laughs> she stands um, outside of school and she's just like smoking cigarettes. Yes. You know what I mean? She's, I, just, yes. she's a cool girl. Yeah. She doesn't care. She yeah. woke up looking cool and her hair looks cool too. Yes. So that's like my dream client. Oh, uh, you do. You are the epitome of cool hair. You have to oh, like envision are. it though. And yes. I was sorry, but I'm like, you're cool. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. You could still be a cool like have cool hair have nice I'm hair. i'm telling you, know? you your hair just elevates mm -hmm. the cool level okay? thank you yes it's so I, absolutely i like super enjoy doing it but yeah once i had that image of what i wanted my client to look like in mine i was like where can i find this person where does she hang out yes she hangs out at starbucks on weber you know what i mean <laughs> so i would literally go okay this is like this is gonna be the free pro tips if you're trying to start a business and if you have a business try this trust me it'll work i love it cut me a check when it does <laughs> um so she would be at starbucks on whipper so i go to starbucks on whipper not in person we live in social media mm -hmm. so i literally go into the location tag type in starbucks on whipper then i sit i sit there and i like every single picture I don't care who you are yes. if you're a boy you have a girlfriend that wants her hair done yes she'll be like who's liking your post yes she's gonna go to my page oh my and God, she's gonna this see is it so freaking brilliant she's gonna see the hair and she's not gonna care like who i am she's gonna like the hair and she's gonna want to come in for it too yeah so that's how i found a lot of my clients i would type in la palmera mall i would type in eleanor's coffee bar yes i would get a ton of clients from there a lot of kids that were um in college they hang out in that type of area where they hang out at coffee waves yes so that's where i would find people online on social media when new businesses Eva, open up this is such <laughs> a brilliant idea and this is how you have to be if nobody's gonna just walk into the door you have to invite them to walk into the door you yes. have to show them what you're about but, but, but my thing is and it's free yes but, but it's you're free. like stealthy about it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like wow mm -hmm. i am and i'm sorry i I am not using social media I'm like, correctly I'm at like, all. Girl, try it. You have to. And um, yeah, that's how. Because honestly, I probably haven't handed out a business card in three years. I haven't printed out business cards in three years. So it's like you meet everybody on social media. Yeah. Um, I would type in like even still to this day salons that would go out of business mm -hmm. when they still had their pages up i would go to their friend groups yes like to see who's following them and i would go and i would follow all of those people because wow. they're looking for a new salon exactly their salon just closed yep so that's how i would find them and they would say hey i get my hair done here but they closed down i'm like yeah i already knew that yeah you know what i mean but that's how i met a lot of people um new businesses that opened up I want to be the person that does everybody's hair. Yes. So um, James Avery had just moved and they opened one inside Dillard. So I started using those tags. I do a lot of girls from James Avery. I do a lot of people from Olive Garden. I do a lot of people from Kendra Scott. It's like Driscoll. I have a lot of clients. No, you're like Driscoll. taking over. So yeah, it's, it's cool to like do everybody in their friend's hair. Yes. And so I feel like social media, that's really the thing. That just drove it. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I got to to meet you and, and see what you. Oh, yes, yeah. I mean, I, I know exactly what mm -hmm. you're talking about. But I love how you're getting it to work for you. Yeah, because yeah, you you can draw people in, but you also have to deliver. And oh, you're yeah. doing that in spades, girl. Thank you. Those befores you. and afters. Oh, girl, people give me some crazy hair to work with. I'm like, <laughs> it's 
it's fun. <laughs> and it's crazy. Yeah, I always tell everybody, I'm like, this is fun to me. When something walks in, like, I'm a problem solver something. by heart. Yeah, when something crazy walks in, it's like, I want to fix it. I want to be the person that corrected that. Oh and trust God. me, I am correcting a lot of mistakes yes. from, from in town locally. So that's why I'm always like, education's important. We need it. But it's huge. Yeah, for sure. So um, I mean, if you want to look good, don't we? I mean, there's some yeah, people yeah. who really do, like, the severe, whatever. That's mm -hmm. their style. And that's yeah, fine, that's their but, taste. You know, uh -huh. if you're going for this and you show them a picture of this and you come with yeah. whatever it is that's your before picture. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just blows my mind. Yeah, for sure. So, tell me about what was the most challenging before and after, like, or case that you had to, to fix? I feel like it's all a challenge. There's not yeah. no, like, oh, that one stands up so far in my memory and stuff like that. But definitely the beginning ones, mm -hmm. those that... The beginning ones, those are the ones that brought me in the clients because this is actually a big problem in the community that we have is bad hair. So <laughs> to see like those first those first posts trickle into people tagging their friends like, hey, you need to go to this yes. girl so she can fix what yes. so-and-so did to you, you know. So I feel like that's been like the wow. But my favorite one that I've done like so far, like so far right now is um, pretty recent. It was a girl and she had like whitish hair and it had almost like a little bit of pink where she had been coloring it on her yes. own and we switched her into something that's a little bit more like a vibrant orange type Ooh, of color i think i remember this yeah i've seen this picture and it's just like you have to have that eye you have to have that vision from the from the moment your client yes. messages you on instagram mm -hmm. that's when like i'm y'all think y'all creep my stuff for months i like creep y'all too yeah <laughs> I, I don't like to be the person that doesn't know what i'm doing ever yes i have to like look it inside and out same so when you message me on instagram and you don't and your stuff is locked i go to your facebook yeah and i automatically type in your name and i'm looking up okay what have they done to their hair yes i will go through somebody's profile i love pictures. that you get like a hair history oh girl yes because everybody lies yeah. everybody <laughs> lies because they just really want to sit in the chair but I will go through profile pictures and I will see what you were doing last year to your hair. Did she yeah. have highlights back then? Mm. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's like an old picture. No, yeah. it's a new picture. Yeah. So by doing that, I also get the person's vibe. Yes. You get their aesthetic. You mm -hmm. see what their Instagram looks like. They Everybody has their own personal type of look to them. Yes. So that's what I look for whenever I go to their profile picture. So seeing her aesthetic and her vibe. She's somebody who's younger, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So then I go, she walks in, and she has, like, this really cool gap in her teeth. I love gaps in the girl's she, teeth. She just looks so edgy. I was like, this is the cool girl. Yes. She is the epitome of the cool girl, and she doesn't even know it. Yep. So she comes in with a gap in her tooth. She has a septum piercing. Yes. Her belly button and her midriff is, like, showing. And she's wearing, like, ripped jeans, you know? Like, I'm painting a visual because that is literally what walks into me, so... Those are the things I see before I even look at a person's hair, you know? Yes. I kind of see, like, how they carry themselves. Um, are they quiet? Are they shy? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you actually study your clients. The person. And, like, get yeah. to know them. And I think that has wow. been the ultimate game changer. Huge. I've had clients that sit down and they say, yeah, you talk a lot. My stylist never talks to me. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that's what I do for a living. I feel yes. like I just talk and talk and talk. But, um... Yeah, for sure. It's about getting to know the person. So I asked her, I'm like, so what kind of job do you have? Oh, I work at the movie theaters. Do they let you have fun colors in your hair? What do you do? She's like, oh, I'm always switching up my colors. 
And then that's when I'm like, okay, what color are we doing? She said, oh, I want like a gingery color. Mm. That's where you go like, do you want like daytime ginger? Or you want like something that's bright and out there and like vibrant? See, I didn't even know that there was a variety of gingers. Yeah, there's no, like Marsha Cross from uh, yes. Desperate Housewives yes. type of like, yes. like a housewife type of ginger. Yeah. And then there's like that Haley Williams punk rock type of mm -hmm, orangey mm -hmm. ginger hair, you know? So yes. you can go two ways with it and she's like, whatever you think. So in my head, that's how I pictured her. How do you, so how do you feel when people say whatever you think? Those are like my my favorite clients, and those are the ones that you could literally text me at 2 a.m. And I'm like, okay, girl, let's get you in because yeah. you are my favorite. My favorite client is the person that comes and they sit down and they just say, do what you think. Yes. And because you have the eye. I, you know what's going to look yeah. good. And it's kind of like I feel like just by meeting a bunch of different people, I always want my work to look like not the same, but yes. that they go they go to the same person. Yes. But she's not doing the same head of hair on every mm -hmm. single person, you know. That's so, so important. Like I have to find yeah, it to for sure. the person. Everybody's so unique and I have moms and daughters that come um to me and they both look different. You get what I mean? Yes. It doesn't look like oh you copied your mom's hair or your Right. Mom well, I was going me. through again, you know, cuz I like to do my my homework, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going through and looking and I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's all like it's different. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, the hues and the toning and oh, whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm throwing out words I think I know the meaning of. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just. Thank you. That's huge because I don't think, like I said, I've been getting my hair done since I was old enough to care about what my hair looked like. I don't think I've ever had that kind of relationship where, mm -hmm. where y'all, the stylists, cared that much. I mean, mm -hmm. I've you know dealt with some amazing people. Mm -hmm. They're wonderful, lovely, and, and uh, very friendly. But they've never quite invested that much interest, you know? I think taking those extra 15 minutes before to really talk to your client and kind of like open yourself up to each other. Yes. Because whenever you first meet people, depending on the kind of person they are, a lot of people are really shy. They're mm -hmm. really closed off. You have to break that barrier or else it's going to be a very awkward appointment. Yes. It's just going to be dead silence and that's not the kind of person I am. Yeah. I feel like as soon as somebody walks in, I want them to know, okay, this isn't nothing foo-foo. Yeah. I'm very down to earth. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. It's a first impression kind mm -hmm. of thing. I'm like, oh my God, this girl only deals with like super high-end clients. <laughs> you know, whatever. Because yeah, mm -hmm. clearly I'm toying with, with going mm -hmm. your way. But I mean, this is just like my mental battle mm -hmm. or whatever. But no, meeting you, I'm like, oh, thank God. You're like, oh, she's cool. <laughs> yeah. She's whatever. Oh, but, thank yeah. God. I always tell everybody, I'm like, I am so laid back. There's, pe there's women that they wake up in the morning and they love to do their hair. And I'm all for that and all, but that is not me. Same. As a hairstylist, I never want to brush and why is that? my hair. I, that's just not me. I don't know. I feel like... Um, and I, I saw a post where you put this. <laughs> I literally, I'm like, don't look for the cute girl in the front. You will look for the beast in the back. That's like, oh, yeah. I'm like a Vans, oh Vans and like comfortable. My hair, I keep it up because... For so long, I would wear it down, and I'm a very passionate painter. I, yeah. I'm very passionate about what I do. I would get like bleach in my hair, so I'd have oh, spots shit. of like, yeah, or I'd be cutting out slices oh, yeah. of hair, you know, because <laughs> I have this bad thing where every time I'm cutting, I like to like wander off and talk, and I tuck my hair behind my ear with my scissors in my hand. So I've oh, cut like shit. I've cut so many pieces <laughs> of this side of my hair out. So now it's like I've gotten smart, and to me. <laughs> I've um I want to make the experience about the person, how they feel in the chair and how yes. and I want to see their confidence come to life. I'm pretty secure in myself. 
without sounding like, oh, I'm not this and that. No, Girl, no. I'm pretty sec secure in myself knowing that even though I look like this at the time, like I look like I probably don't do hair, I'm going to paint a really pretty picture on your hair today. You know, your so, work speaks for itself, and I, I get know. it too. Like you're at work, and it's yeah. Work. This mean, is the, I didn't even oh, think yeah, about that. Getting bleach in your hair, and no. chopping off. Chops I've gotten your hair. so much like color and bleach in my eyes before. Yeah. it's just like no. You're at work. Yeah, and like you said, you're like, passionate. This is my work. I love that. I just picture like Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah, know? whenever like, like I'm cutting hair, there's like hair flying. Yeah. Whenever I'm <laughs> yeah. like texturizing hair, there's just like hair everywhere around like a circle. But it's like it a just, masterpiece. Yeah, but it's pretty fun. So. I, I can tell know. you have fun, and and you're I like really I said, your it. clients can tell because mm -hmm. another thing I saw that you posted was that your clients come in feeling a certain kind of way, and mm -hmm. then how you make your personality, your interaction with them, and how you do their hair, they're like totally different people, and oh, like yeah. the pictures you take of mm -hmm. them, I mean, it's just so clear that you guys are just having the best time. I think that's the reason why I do it is because I like that moment when she comes in and she's shy. And she doesn't want to take a picture and I let her know hey you came in because you saw somebody take a picture you're gonna be somebody's reason why they come in and trust me there's gonna be like three women that say oh my god I have to have this hair she yep. looks so good yep you know what I mean even though you may not feel that at the time when you're taking that before picture you're gonna feel it up after yep. and I have it happen every time it's this thing that my clients do it's like they're all related they like <laughs> sit there and they're like slumped a little and then I start blow drying their hair and curling it out and they could see the color they sit a little taller and they like lean to the side and they become Beyonce all of a sudden yes. and they got attitude all of a sudden I'm like wow where was this energy earlier Straight but up. yeah so I really like that moment that giving that person what they needed that day yes. and not all the time people are coming in to get their hair done and that's something that I learned like real early on mm. sometimes somebody needs to come in because they need to talk to somebody they yeah. need to sit there and they need to take five minutes away from their kids you know or they just haven't felt themselves and they need something to bring to oh rebirth God. them kind of type of thing and and hair i mean oh, it's yeah. trans, so transformative mm -hmm. um, and it's something so like it's literally strands sticking out of your head mm -hmm. it's just hair yes and it's a big thing for some women and that's the first thing you see when you look at people's hair yep me i've gotten to the point where that isn't the first thing i see but yeah, that's like a big part of a, like being feminine, being a woman. A lot of people will tie their hair to that. Absolutely. And it's so funny because like I'm the complete opposite of my clients. They'll ask for like these things and it's like that's not even like me at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's so weird like being able to give that to somebody. So yeah. I really love it. I can, you can tell. Thank I mean, you. that's like you got, like I said, got my attention from the get-go. Mm -hmm. I also think it's cool that you're handing out scrunchies now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've actually had like a couple of hairdressers say, hey, love the idea. I'm going to do it too. And I'm like, yes. go for it, girl. We got to, yeah. we're all on this. Yes. And it's something so simple that costs so minimal when you're buying in bulk mm -hmm. that really like people love you know what I mean so yes it's about finding those little quirks that are gonna set you apart from everybody else in town and really just drive your business to why people come back to you and why they want to come and see you and meet you and I feel like how I was talking about social media earlier being a big part of um, why we go to certain people or certain places has really um, changed how I do hair mm -hmm. A lot of people ask, where do you do hair? Like, is it in a room? Is it at your house? Like, they I don't... thought it was at your house. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know where I do hair. 
kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I used to work on the floor, so like out in the front, and there were six stations. Well, we had a massage room in the back, and I was sitting there one day, and I was just thinking to myself, man, I could do hair in here. Mm. It's like the smallest room. It's probably like 400 not even like four no not even it's probably like a hundred and something feet like it is small if you've hey, been in okay. there if you've been in there it it seats like three of us in there comfortably you know yeah but i was just in there one day and i was like i could really do hair back here the walls were like a green color there was a fan it was so dark you know what i mean yeah and i just see the vision for it i see what it can be what what can we do with this little area so i messaged my salon owner and i'm like hey um I have an idea, nothing too crazy. I want to go to the back room and do hair. And she's like, let me think about it. Mm. So she thinks about it for two days. I forget about it. And she's like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, um, when? And she's like, do it now. And I was like, okay. So it took me probably like two days to just do everything, you know? Yes, get it ready. And I just wanted to create a space where you can come and you feel inspired you see like the artwork on the wall and you're like asking about it or you feel like it's a little bit smaller and cozier you know what i mean um it takes away a lot of the fear that women have about going into a salon yes a lot of women have this kind of like what you're talking about about feeling like oh she only deals with high-end clients yes. and this and that i mean like i said your quality of work is just so out of this world thank you yeah. and i really wanted to take away that and just kind of strip it down so that clients didn't feel like oh she's a she's a mean hairstylist or she's a uptight hairstylist you know what I mean mm -hmm. those are the kind of like things people think when they see work like that automatically yeah. and I know that because that's Isn't that how crazy I, it's no, almost like you're being punished for being really good well it's weird right no, yeah but I've also been in those shoes where I didn't want to go to the salon that day to see somebody because I didn't have hair hair on or makeup on. You know what I mean? Like my own personal oh, experience. Like I'd be wow. like, oh, well, that's a high-end salon. I have to oh, God, I got I have you. to look the part. Yes, yes, You know yes, what I mean? Yes. I can't just roll up in my sweats and just go get yes. my hair done and feel beautiful, you know? Yes. So I really wanted to take that down. Um, I love every single client that I do. Um, they're like the reason why I'm able to do what I do and be successful at what I do and they've really allowed me to try new things on their hair new techniques stuff like that and it's right there on the wall everybody I have a mural in there and it says your hair looks fucking yes I've seen awesome. it and it's so good that's just like something that I say to every single client when I'm done I'm like your hair looks fucking awesome <laughs> like it just it's stuck and that's something I always say so I was like I need this on the wall yes people are gonna come in they're gonna take a picture their friends are gonna say, "Hey, where was that at?" I want, you know, because that's like, yes, that's how we are now. We see something and we have to go and we have to be a part of it yep. as fast as we can yep. to be a part of it. Yep. So definitely, um, it's on the wall. I tell everybody that comes in, my older clients, they'll see it and they kind of give it the look. They give it the type of look, you know. <laughs> but they sit down like, "Hey, girl, my mom likes it." Yes. Ask my mom before I put it up, and she said, "Go for it." Yeah, so. I love that you did that, and I also yeah. love how supportive your parents are mm -hmm. of everything that you're doing because you're so good at it. Thank you. Okay, so tell me about your venturing into photography because I saw, I'm sure you've been taking photos for a while, but the mm -hmm. first photos of yours that I saw were the ones that you took at Nico's fashion show. Okay. Yeah, the black and white. Yeah, so awesome. Nick is a really good friend 
here again, I meet everybody from social media. At the time, it was when I was doing the makeup. Mm -hmm. He didn't even go by um, Nico at the time, I don't think. I look at Jelly because Jelly is Nick's, like, literal assistant. Like, this is the woman that puts on the show. Like, oh, sweet. She is, like, she needs to be Nick. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yes. for sure. Oh, my God. But, um, so she knows the ins and outs. But definitely back then, he wasn't even, like, Nico. He was Vanity Nick. Like, I know Nick. Like, oh, he does makeup and he does a little bit of fashion. I didn't know what he was. And now, like, knowing him all these years, probably, like, the past three-ish, I would say, three or four years, um, he's just been somebody that we work well with each other mm -hmm. so like if he sees my vision he'll bring that to life girl if i see his vision yes i bring that to life because you did the you hair and makeup mean? for the show too right my brother actually did the makeup he's okay. a makeup artist okay and i did the hair for nick's show i mean it was so beautiful thank you yes. last year he got to pick how to do it but i feel like now that we've had this relationship for a long time he's very trusting and he's he knows that i know how to make Yes. His vision come to life. And you did. His show was about, um, it was based off of Carrie. Yeah. So that's like that. what I've been super into is like 70s hair, kind of like messier, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he just let me go with it. And I always tell Nick and Jelly, I'm like, y'all just let me do what I want all the time. Like, people actually go to them and like ask like, hey, is this cool if we uh, stand here and take pictures and this and that? No. I just like bust out my camera like I'm taking pictures and yeah. I just start t shooting you know so being they're so good and I love that you did them in black and white thank you I mean, just and you the know contrast what? it's so good thank you so much I started this photography thing like super recently so to me whenever I look at Nick and his work I see it in black and white mm. because it's so beautiful that you don't have to see it in color to fall in love with it that picture you took I guess it's of like the tool skirt and oh you say, yeah is this water it looks like, like water holy shit <laughs> the reason yeah. why I put that as the caption is because jelly I had sent her the picture of it and she texted me and she put lol is that water and I, was <laughs> I love that y'all collab <laughs> no 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 so yeah literally jelly, I'm having you on here girl she's next we we'll keep talking about her yeah no we'll get her on here she knows things now she's think about it they have, they, she has an awesome story too. You know uh, what I mean? No, so, and that's the thing. People need to know who y'all are. Yeah. I love hanging out with people that are creative like that. Like I said, um, we all feed off of each other. So we had a photo shoot that he was doing at the art museum. Mm -hmm. And he did have a photographer. And I loved that the photographer didn't get, how was the word? How do you say it? Like, didn't have no, how do you say it? Like. He wasn't afraid or intimidated that somebody else was standing there taking, taking pictures. pictures. Yep. I've become somebody that I find art in what people are doing. Mm -hmm. Just like simple movements. Because it's so beautiful. Oh, yes. Like the mundane, so, quote unquote. To watch him take the pictures, that was like a whole show in itself. Yes. And I had to take pictures of him taking pictures. And I had to take pictures of Nick standing there directing the model. Mm -hmm. So that is like the things that I see and I get creative inspiration from it. So being able to take those pictures and being like, hey, these are the pictures I took. What do you think? And everybody's like, oh, my God, those are fucking awesome. They are so good. But it comes from, like, being around people that are creative and knowing their kind of look and their kind of style and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So definitely doing your research all the time. But Yes. But I think, too, so, yeah. you know, and you said it a couple of times, and I'm glad you're saying this, too, mm -hmm. you trust your vision mm -hmm. and you are comfortable with, 
how you see things and how you think things should go down. Mm -hmm. And that to me is so important whenever you're making art. Like, yeah. It really doesn't matter. There's no right, there's no wrong. Exactly. Literally there is not. You could be as creative as you want to be in anything that you're doing. So yeah, I've been having a really fun time. This weekend I did three photo shoots back to back. I saw and that. it's like things that I never thought like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and go off and do that. But my clients are the ones that are like, no, girl, you should do it. Try it. So I'm like, okay, let me try it. They know best, right? So I'm like, okay, let me try it. I'm sure so, they love you. Yeah, the first photo shoot I did was like a graduation photo shoot at 7 in the morning. That's like a completely different style yes. than what I did in the evening. Yes. That was more like um, streetwear, like um, pop. Here again, I messaged Nick and I'm like, hey, Nick, going to San Antonio, give me one of your gowns. He gives me three of them. He's like, go for it. Shut the hell He didn't up. even say like, oh, she needs to look like this and this and this in the photos. It's just like, no, here, like, take them, go, go for it, do it. Yeah. So I had so much fun doing those photos and just really um, being able to be creative. The girl that was my model, I actually met her on Instagram. And it's one of those things I text, I messaged her and was like, hey, girl, hope this isn't creepy meeting you online. <laughs> yes. And you have to. You have that to. Way. And she's out of San Antonio. I'm out of court biz. Yeah. And I'm like, I take pictures. I have these gowns. I want to go here. Do you want to do it? Yes or no. And I'm thinking, oh, this girl's not going to open it. She's, whatever. It's fine. I'll just, I'm still going to go to San Antonio, though. Yeah. So then she does open it. And she's like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. Let's do it. I'm for it. That's how I meet all of my clients. I'm an esthetician. Yes. I was like, okay, cool. So we have something in common. We're in the beauty, whatever. She likes to do modeling. I like to do photography. So we just met up and we collabed and we just hit it off. I feel like beauty people, they just have that thing about them. So they're like just an open book. Yes. They know how to talk to people. Yes. So. Just being able to create with her was really. Those really are the pictures awesome. where it's like the white background and all that. Oh yeah, oh so that's God, a those place. Are so great. Yeah, it's in San Antonio. It's an art exhibit that they opened up. It's called Wonder Chamber. Okay. So it has twelve different rooms, and you pay. It's an Instagram museum, like literally, so that your feed looks good. Wow. It has a bunch of different. That's sections. actually really brilliant. Yeah, it's so smart, and I had seen that there was one in Austin, and whenever I went to go look it up. It was already closed down because they're only open for like seasons and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they had closed that one down. So I was like, okay, maybe there's something in San Antonio. Look it up. So I went, I looked it up, and I found it. And I was like, I have to shoot here. I have to take pictures of Nick's dresses here. I have to do the hair here. You know what I mean? That's yes. like what I started thinking about. I don't think like, oh, my feed's going to look awesome. No, but I mean, you literally nah, yeah. did it for you. you yeah, for sure. You wanted to do it. You knew you were going to have a good time doing yeah, it, and for you sure. did it. And then it's like I take my brother with me. And we walk out of there and he's like, oh my God, that was the best experience ever. And I'm like, I knew it was going to be that experience. Yeah. I knew that, that it was going to be awesome. I mean, it just looked have a good time. fun. I it mean, was so much fun. You, like your, uh, your captions to the pictures and the pictures mm -hmm. are just like, wow. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, it, it's a collaborative thing. Like yeah, you said. for sure. So like you're behind the camera, but you're also directing. Oh, yeah. And you it, know? yeah, it's cool because bringing it back to like the hair part of it. I just started off with the iPhone taking pictures of my clients hair, taking videos of it. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, let's get a point and shoot camera. Mm -hmm. Now I use a professional camera that cost me like $1,500 and the lens costs like another 600 yep. So it's like all those little details that you change about your feed for your hair business. Those are even, it's not shallow to say, but that's what people are looking for. Yes. People are looking for something that's clear quality where you're not changing the hue of things. Mm -hmm. Everything you see on my page, none of that has been altered for 
the the hues and the shadows and the way that you perceive the actual hair yes yeah i'm gonna help my girl out if she has a zit because yeah. she asked me to. <laughs> and it's so funny i always tell my clients they're like oh my god i have a zit on my forehead i'm like no girl i got you yes you don't even worry about it i got you yes so it's just like those are the things that i do like go in there and i actually like alter a little bit but as far as the hair, the hair needs to speak for itself. Absolutely. What you see is what you're going to get type of thing. Yes. And what you put out there as a creator, that's what you're going to get back in return. I had people look at me crazy because we had a meeting one time and a girl just turned to me and she was, she was new and she was just really upfront. She was like, okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase. How did you get so big so quick and how do you have all these clients? Girl, she hey, said she but, said in one breath. I was just like still, took him back. She but I mean, in a way, you got to be appreciative. It's like this girl's not beating around the bush. She really wants to know. She wants to know, yeah. and I always tell everybody it it's consistency and luck. Literally, consistency and luck is what did it for me. And I feel like as long as you're consistent in what you're doing and always looking at the next big thing. So me, I'll start a trend. People will copy the trend, and then it's like on. we're moving on to the next. Yep. While somebody's copying. But when people are copying, you're already moved on. We've already moved on. Yes. And um, so that's literally where that stuff started from. And the photography, I feel like because I like taking photos of models and stuff like that, I want every single client to be like, oh, I look. Like they a model. do, and a lot That's of them the will thing. say they're like, "I'm not photogenic. I'm not this and that." I'm like, "Girl, you don't even know." Like, no, every you are. single every client's is. picture that you have posted up mm -hmm. is incredible. Thank you, Thank so you. good. And that's why, and you know, I remember thinking even then, before you even started your your photo, the pho pho yeah. photography page, I'm just like, damn, this girl does like badass hair, and she makes her clients look really good they look in the good. after picture. They it's it crazy. Yeah. It's like magazine cover worthy shit. They make it so easy, and I'm very like down to earth. So as soon as we go to take those pictures, I shoot everything outside in natural sunlight. Yeah, that's I don't shoot so like smart. anything inside. So smart. So we go outside, and I'm like, "Welcome to the dumpsters." It's literally <laughs> just like a white wall. There's two dumpsters. There's like five cars parked in the back. It smells like trash. I'm like, we're here. You I know love what I mean? it. But it's about like what you do with the space that you're Absolutely. in. Absolutely. It's not about oh like, God. oh, we have to work at this foo foo looking mm -hmm. place so mm -hmm. that we can get these badass shots. No, because you can work there and then still yep. not have that eye, you know? Yes. It's about what you use and how you use it and how you make people feel. My favorite thing to do is get actual smiles of people. Mm -hmm. I like real Double life. Forced. Yeah, I like real life movement. So what do I do? I make all of my clients laugh. <sighs> I am such a jokester. Even if you're not gonna laugh at my joke, you're still gonna like smile at it because you're like, wow, this girl's weird. Yeah. So I'm like, don't <laughs> hey, look the weirdos are the best. Yeah, okay? for sure. You're a weirdo, right? And here. the thing that just always seems to work is I'll like pull up the camera, I get them into pose, and they look so stressed. They're like. Like she's taking all these pictures of me and I'm just like, okay, don't look constipated. <laughs> and they just start cracking up and that is literally the moment that I'm shooting like five photos back to back because she's she's smiling because she thought it was just so funny, you know. Yeah. So that's how I get a lot of my pictures. Well, I mean, and... that's also what makes you a great photographer. I know you haven't been doing it long, but the proof yeah. is in the freaking picture. Mm -hmm. Is that you have to be able to direct mm -hmm. your uh, subject oh yeah you know and, mm -hmm. and make them comfortable exactly and clearly you do mm -hmm. I mean because I feel as though you can really see their true selves being reflected because mm -hmm. they don't look like forced smiles exactly you and know what I mean my clients they come in and 
they leave and the pictures that they get of their hair, they make those their profile pictures. Absolutely. They're like, oh my God, my hair looks good. This is going to be my profile pic, you know? Yes. So it's been cool and I just feel like some people don't see it in themselves sometimes. Like the end result, but I see it a hundred percent for every uh, single we person. We need more that people like you, man. Really, and I have to say this. So I know you said that consistency and luck mm -hmm. are what got you where you are today. I have to give you more credit than that. <laughs> I do because I'm like, yeah, yeah, luck plays a role in it, mm -hmm. but it's literally your attitude and your love for what you do that. Or that is the reason you're where you're at. Like yeah. you genuinely love it, and you genuinely love people mm -hmm. because you you do as much research on them as they do on you. Exactly. How many stylists give a fuck? I know. What goes on in their yeah, clients' social sure. media life? Like and think about that and yeah. give yourself more credit. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm like, it's hard sometimes to give yourself, I guess, like that amount of credit because just as much as like you love something. There's some days where it can become a chore type of, course, of thing. Of course, yes. And I've, yeah, I've had people that are like, "Oh, I wanted to go to be a, to go to school to be a doctor," but everybody told me not to. They said that it was the worst. They said it was that. And then I have to think about it as, why would anybody say that? Doctors make money. They do this. They do that. Whatever all this stuff. But then if you catch me on the wrong day. I'm the same person. Of course. I'll tell you, oh my God, don't do hair. It's the worst thing I ever did, whatever, all this stuff. Yeah. But definitely just, you have to love what you're doing. And if you do not love it 100% in the morning when you wake up, and if you do not have that fire inside of you to get to the salon to go do hair, just don't do it. Mm -hmm. Find something else. There is literally mm -hmm. so many things that you can do. And don't ever make anything about money. Yes. Whenever you That's like, a huge oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. I love that you brought that up. Don't make it about money. The moment that you do... That's when it becomes work. Mm -hmm. Me, I feel awkward sometimes whenever I charge people because I'm like, man, that was a good client. That's a friend right there. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you feel that kind of like, mm, yes, I'm gonna give you a discount, girl. But no, um, don't do it. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just don't. You know? Like, yeah, you know. no, I get you. I get exactly what you're saying. Yes. But no, yeah, just the money is always going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's always going to come. Don't, don't put that as your focus do everything else treat people the exact same way yes that's how i feel like i'm that's something that i learned really quick the girl that comes in late still treat her the same way mm -hmm. the woman that gets there early still treat her the same way um every single person it doesn't matter what they come in looking like because i know how i look you know what I mean? Oh God, I'm so bad. Yes. So I tell everybody, I'm oh. like, I know exactly how I look. So yeah, just treat everybody exactly the same way. Don't hold anybody higher than another. Just because somebody's social standing in the community might be higher than somebody else's, everybody deserves the same amount of respect, attention, and focus when you're doing their hair. Yes. So I feel like that's just... Well, I mean, you're just such an incredible person i mean we're corpus is lucky to have you thank you and i want to thank you so much for being here yes and this was like so much fun. everything oh my that God. you do like i said i mean i'm like having an internal struggle because i really <laughs> want to become your client no girl hopefully come. Like, my i everybody i'm like sit in my chair yeah. we'll have a good time just but, uh, come see me again i mean just your photography i can't wait to see where that goes i thank really you. hope you keep doing thank it you. and um like i said just keep 
keep helping Corpus with their bad hair. Oh, yes. We need all the help we can get. So. I'm like, y'all keep messing up hair. Yeah. I have fun. Whenever it's too easy, I'm bored. I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again. Thank you.